What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a lot to talk about on today's show, so thank you guys for joining us. We have a, a brand new trailer for our Disney Plus series by Marvel. This is Hawkeye. It was kind of came out of nowhere the day before they announced that they were going to be dropping the trailer on Monday. The trailer dropped. As I said on Twitter, definitely not the vibe or energy I was expecting from this trailer. I'll let you guys know if I think that's a good thing or a bad thing in a moment. Also, uh, Disney announces some new release dates for some untitled Marvel movies for 2023 and 2024. So we'll give you guys the latest on that and do a little speculation and guessing game on what some of those things will be. And speaking of, uh, uh, of you know, property that have kind of been to the wayside by Marvel, Wolverine is going to be developed as part of a video game by Insomniac, a solo game. First, first of its kind, a really long time. We talked about how the X Men have kind of been the forgotten children of the Adam, so to speak, in um, with Marvel and with really any medium, whether it be television, whether it be movies, whether it be video games, cartoons. There's been nothing. This is a, a major project because if anybody knows what Insomniac was done for Spider Man, of course they're making a sequel to Spider Man One and Spider Man Miles Morales, while also announcing they'll be making Spider Man Two. If you know how expansive and how uh, how just um, just epic those games are. The fact that Insomniac is now giving Wolverine that treatment definitely suggests a shift in the dynamic regarding how they're treating the X-Men over there at Marvel. And finally, a new TV series announced by HBO Max involving uh, uh, the the universe of Matt Reeves' Batman. We'll tell you guys which character will be at the center of that in just a moment or later on in the podcast, not just a moment, but... Um, should be a great show. I'm really excited to talk to my guys. So joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Shamari, what's up, man? Yeah, not much, man. I mean, I'm just, you know, of course, as, as always, as you know, every week or you know, every or as much as possible, glad to do <laughs> the show with you guys. Um, got some uh, some interesting stuff to talk about today. Um, as you, of course, you mentioned the Wolverine game and you know other games and, and whatnot to talk about. So that's pretty exciting. So this should be a good show. Awesome, awesome. Kendall joins us on the podcast as well. Kendall, what are you looking forward to talking about today? Uh, definitely looking forward to talking about the games, obviously. Uh, I would say that uh, the Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 announcements um, were bigger than anything we had at E3 this year. So, uh, you know, that is, it's ironic oh, yeah, that definitely. it came during, uh, you know, it came in, in, in September. Uh, not not normally a, a, a big time for games, but um. Uh, besides that, I mean, I'm super excited to talk about this uh this Hawkeye trailer. You know, mm-hmm. um, this this is something that had been in been in the in the works, been in the in the word the word had been that we were supposed to get something soon from Hawkeye, uh, and boy did we get something. You know, so I'm excited to talk about it. A lot of things that we did not expect uh, about this show, some things that we did expect. So excited to talk about it. Interesting that Kendall says there that things that we did not expect because I feel like that to me is the whole vibe and energy of the Hawkeye show. I mean, this uh, this trail that dropped uh, today, we're recording this podcast on a Monday for the series that drops on November twenty fourth, is essentially being treated as a Marvel's first Christmas project. I mean, this is what this is. This is a um, a holiday season project. I'm looking at the the teaser poster right now and. It's a really cool poster. Right? It's an awesome poster. It's it's one right. of the best. It's one of the best Marvel posters they've ever done. Um, uh, it's uh, it's you know, the 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 holiday lights. 
it's uh of course Clint and Kate both with their you know bow and arrows walking through uh it looks like maybe Fifth Avenue here um with the snow uh in in the background and it's the just, title line man whoever wrote that through <laughs> the pay raise yeah this holiday season the best gifts come with the bow I mean again totally in the Christmas spirit again a little surprising considering we didn't at all hear anything about this project being so holiday you know holiday themed but that's essentially they literally announced the guardians holiday special right specifically their first holiday special i know now, I, this isn't a quote-unquote holiday special but like you said it's they're, they're the i mean this is yeah i mean this is yeah this is going to be marvel's christmas movie 100 percent. i mean this is i mean this is if we talk about you know die hard christmas movie like like this is definitely marvel leaning into the christmas theme now you could argue iron man 3 also is is right. kind of in that Ville as well, but this to me, they're going way heavier than even Iron Man three did. Um, of course, especially story, with, from yeah, a branding standpoint. I mean, Iron Man three, we we mm-hmm. dealt with obviously Mandarin. the Mandarin, you know, <laughs> Bad, <laughs> sure. the Christmas movie and a, and, a, and a terrorism movie. I guess it's also Die Hard, but like <laughs> this is like you know, this is not not yeah, the, they, the branding of this and the the this trailer. Um, it, it, it it's all Christmas and that's it's all winter and that's not what we were presented. At right. Disney Investor Day, which is strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. The vibe that I got from this uh, trailer, um, and I don't know, I don't know if you guys felt the same way. It gave me kind of almost like a Home Alone-ish kind of vibe. That was the, that's the other. Uh, a lot of kind of you know gags and and uh, you know bumbling uh, goons mm-hmm. and uh, you know Clint and and uh, and uh, Kate. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Yeah. Just uh, you know, it's it's a lot. A lot of them just uh, taking guys out, and and it, that's definitely the vibe that I got from this. I don't know. I feel like it, I don't. I wouldn't call, call it a red herring. I feel like it's not going to be maybe quite as Christmassy as they've portrayed it. Because Marvel, I mean, they got to connect it to everything. Um, it still has to feel like Marvel. It still has to be, you know, about Hawkeye. I mean, this is. You know, one of the few original Avengers left. I mean, we and we have to deal with the fallout of everything that happened. And it, they they started out with that, with him being with his family and everything, and then yeah. of course Ronan and all that. So there are going to be much more, some more, um, you know, serious things are going to be addressed. Um, and I feel like it may start with the Christmas tone, but eventually they're gonna. It's gonna be Marvel. You know, I, I think it'll. It's gonna find its focus in in whatever the conflict is gonna be. Because they haven't, they didn't really get into what that is. But yeah, so let's let's talk about it a little bit. So so the story kind of centers around is, is how it presented in this trailer. Um, Clint in the post blip world takes his family on a on a you know trip to New York City. You know New York City, one of the best places to be for a holiday season. So it makes sense uh, if you're uh, a, a dad of multiple kids. And you know, they go to see you know the Rogers musical, which I thought was quite uh, Rogers the musical was quite funny instead of Hamilton. Is Rogers, um, yeah. uh, so that was really neat there. But um, uh, takes them to New York City, shows them all the bright lights and action and things like that, everything you expect from a holiday trip to New York. But he's alarmed when he watches a news feed and it shows um, a Ronin has appeared in New York City and appears to be, um, you know, attacking the, the criminal underworld, similar to how he was doing it back in Japan, and. 
it's kind of his eye to say, okay, I can't like just let this happen. I got to figure out what is going on and who this person is. And, you know, um, as he said, you know, him, like his past is catching up with him, it appears. So he wants to straighten this out immediately. And it's when he comes face to face with this Ronin, that the Ronin was was Kate, right? I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah, the Ronin. So he, when he comes face to face with Ronin, the Ronin ends up being Kate. And you know, Kate's reaction is, you know, it's funny because I feel like so many of those instances, you're so used to like the person that immediately when they kind of come face to face with that person, they fight initially. Her reaction is like, "Yo, you're Hawkeye," <laughs> which is actually kind of funny because I feel like that actually is way more realistic, probably how most people would act if they met like a famous superhero. Because like in this world, you, superheroes are famous, you know. Yes. And if it's someone who's like, like even if they're like not necessarily on the same path, the same team, you still be like, "Yo, like that's crazy." I just met like an Avenger and for her. Somebody's probably idolized being a fellow Archer. Um, that it's when that's when he meets Kate. Kate kind of gives him the lowdown of the criminal underground that's kind of, uh, you know, you know, starting to, to, to bellow up here in New York. And they end up going on this Christmas-themed adventure, pretty much. And a lot of the rest of it is just, like, a lot of action, a lot of explosions. Uh, we have Kate saying that, you know, the, some people in the world say I'm the, I'm the best archer in the world. Which, before she, you know, takes out, like, a, 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 some church bells. Um, so, like, I, I, again, I, I like the, the Home Alone feel. I like the die-hard feel. I, I thought it was cool. I, I again, I, I thought I w- I just expected something maybe a little darker, but I think Kate actually seems way more of like a like she, she gave me a lot of. It's funny because Yelena is going to show up here, but she gave me a lot of Yelena vibes in this trailer, like like a, the person that kind of is like. She's like kind of past like the she, like she because she's not a superhero. I mean, remember she's Ronan right now. She's a vigilante, and then yeah, I guess Hawkeye decides to take her in as trying to do it the right way as a superhero. So you know they're doing the thing with the arrows. He's trying to pick the right one, and he's like, you know, don't pick the one that's too dangerous. He's like, all right, with well, this one, and then they pick the one that blows up the thing. And she's like, that's the not dangerous one. Like she seems to be still kind of catching up to like this is a superhero thing is crazy. Um, but I I, I definitely liked it. Um. I don't want to say I loved it. I think because I I thought we'd probably get a little more. I think this movie, this this should be the show is gonna hedge a lot on the action. I guess similar to Falcon and Winter Soldier, where even if the story is meh, if the action hits, it could still be really fun. I don't think they t- showed me a story that was just like just like mind blowingly crazy. So now it's like, okay. Well, how's the action? How are the character beats and how's all that stuff gonna fit? That, I think, will more determine how the show ends up being. The little glimpses I saw, I think there were a lot of good signs, but I, I'm not sold that this is definitely a home run yet. It's funny you, uh, it's funny you mentioned Black Widow. Uh, I, I was a little surprised to see this uh, on Disney+. Plus. Hopefully Disney's got some good lawyers. No, <laughs> um, no I mean, I feel like... I feel like this was a good trailer. Um, I feel like... This this is a I mean look this is a project that we we don't know a whole lot about you know it, it it's not there I mean we don't we know a decent amount but um they've been fairly quiet some stuff has gotten out that they didn't want to get out um but uh what I will say about this trailer is that from a tone standpoint you're right not as dark as you we may expect and i don't think it's as i don't think the trailer is as dark as it's, the show will actually be i think it will i think it will be a little bit darker 
Um, I mean, it's on Disney Plus and it's Marvel and it's the MCU, so it's, it's right. only going to be episode, obviously. But, um, but I thought I, I I thought it was I thought it was a good trailer. I thought um, Kate Bishop, uh, you know, it seems like Ailey Seinfeld is going to do a good job. It's too early to really gauge, but um, a heavy there's gonna there's gonna have to be a heavy dose of, you know. Jeremy Renner and, and Haley Steinfeld and what their chemistry is going to be like. And, you know, sometimes when you have two big actor and actresses um, that I would assume, I mean, I, I don't know if they were even chemistry tested. You know what I mean? Like that, when, when they were brought in Haley Steinfeld, I don't think they really thought about, they may have thought, they had to have thought about the, the, the potential chemistry, but it wasn't like she had to audition, I would assume. But, so, if that's the case, then... Um, you know, that, that'll be the question is how, how well they interact on screen. Um, and from a story standpoint, again, it's not a whole lot that we actually know. So, um, we did get our first look at Echo, who we think is also going to get her own Disney plus series. Um, yeah. uh, so we'll, you know, and that character, uh, is connected to, Potentially, uh, the Kingpin, who we think will, will be in the series, um, and I feel like that—that that is what—that's the most interesting part about this trailer is that I feel like we didn't know, at least I didn't know that you know New York was going to be a setting for this series. Um, you didn't know that? Long... They were filming. I did not know. Oh, I, I feel you missed that. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they, um, they were all those shots of them. Uh, they were all like, you know, all those like set photos of like Haley Steinfeld in Brooklyn and running around and stuff. Like, yeah, I was gonna say there were there. Were, I, I saw, yeah, I saw the set photos like in the subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't. Uh, yeah. I know. Shout out to Martin Torres, you know, a Throne Tales podcast alum. He, you know, he was talking about how yeah, they would buy my crib. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So the 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 setting of that is 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 interesting. Um, I feel like. All that does is is confirm the idea that the Kingpin is going to be in it. I was just about uh, to say. I mean, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio isn't. I mean, he's still not denying it. He's not pouring any cold water on it. He's only continuing to flame the flame the fire. Which uh, the word is that Marvel did not really did not want the Kingpin thing to get out. Um, I think they wanted that to be. I mean, it, I mean, has it really got out Oda, yet? Grogu moment. <laughs> You know, of like, oh my gosh, Kingpin is is back. He's in I mean, Hawkeye. Do you, I mean, do you that feel like it's he... gotten out at this point? I mean, yeah, it's gotten out. Uh, oh, I've not seen people reporting it, up, but okay. Uh, and D'Onofrio liking tweets. People saying <laughs> so. <laughs> people were congratulating him today on Twitter. Congrats on your return in the Hawkeye. Congrats on the trailer, and he's liking the tweets. So, I mean, what people know. I mean, people at least people that people that are looking for this stuff know that he's in the trailer so or know he's know that he's in the show so um and that's going to be the large percentage of the people that are going to be excited to see you know so that that's uh that's a little unfortunate for marvel uh but for our but for our sake it's still exciting to to know that he may or may not be in the show yeah yeah i mean it is extremely exciting and um you know hopefully and him even being in the show means that this is not going to be like a kitty kind of like exactly alone that's where of, i say you know i think it's kind gonna of be a thing. little darker than um than we think though 
Uh, you could, uh, you, though, on the flip side, you could also tell that Kate Bishop is going to bring. She's going to bring the youth. You know, she's gonna she's gonna attract the kids, the teens, so to speak. She's gonna connect to the kids, uh, so to speak, that that are gonna be watching. Do you think uh, so? This show. I, I mean, so that's yeah. why you say that. I don't think Jeremy Renner is. I think, that, I mean, I think he's just that's... he's gonna be the Avenger or the Hawkeye, and she's gonna be the the te- teenage Hawkeye, <laughs> basically. Well, I mean, I think I saw that she they're billing her as twenty two years old in this show. And oh, really? again, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't get like kid vibes with her. I got like young adult vibes. Uh, like, like I, I did not get like. I mean, she's like she's cursing. Like I mean, they kept like stopping it right before she cursed. <laughs> like she's like cursing. She's ready to drop bombs. Like like uh, she definitely had like edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she yeah, she was the edgiest thing of this pot of this of this very non edgy uh trailer. I mean, maybe she just looks really young. And and most of the things I've seen her in, she's I playing that. people that are yeah. very young, yeah. and you know she can still be an edgy teen, you know. So I, I mean, not, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying she's playing a teen, but yeah, she she she's okay. clearly there's a massive just in looking, I see a big age gap. Look, Jeremy she's Renner gonna be in the Young Avengers and Haley Seinfeld. Uh-huh. When in, when, in when they trail. do the Young Avengers, she'll be one of the faces. Um, she'll be a very young face. Uh, not the youngest, yeah, probably. Say, like, but young but, Avengers, yeah, he's not young and then uh, uh, younger uh, than Reed, Reed Williams, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be younger than Miss Marvel, <laughs> yeah, Reed Williams, I don't know, super young, yeah, she's gonna be younger than Billy and Tommy, or <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Tommy are on the team, nah, I don't know, but yeah, she's gonna be on the Young Avengers. She, I mean, you know, I don't know what the Young Avengers are gonna look like in terms of you know when they do that. Again, who's going to be on it? They're like you said, from an age standpoint, how young are these people going to be? Because some of these people aren't aren't kids, like you said. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about uh, Kate, Kate Bishop. We've talked about um, you know someone like you know Joaquin Torres in, in Falcon. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a kid, you know. I mean, he's young. But he, so like some of these characters, uh, what's the name? Ironheart. Ironheart's not a kid, you know. Like yeah. these, these people that we may have assumed. We're gonna be in now. Miss Marvel is, and we'll see if they do use a kid Loki or if they age up Billy and Tommy. How old they will be and how old the actors will be. Do you be, think but... we're gonna get like a new Avengers? Or one hundred percent. And did I mention that in in, in, the, in our Shang Chi review? I think I did. Yeah, I think uh, you did. Not, yeah. yeah, I did. That, I think that 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 post credit scene in Shang Chi. We won't get into all that because spoilers. But I think it, it it sets up potentially a new Avengers and. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be separate to answer your question from yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's one thing from the Young Avengers, uh, and I think we'll get both. You think we will have a new Avengers and Young Avengers team? Yes, I don't yeah, think, I think so. The, I, think, I think that I think that I, there's gonna be I think that like there's gonna be an Avengers like team that's young, but it might not be called the Avengers. I feel like it might be the Champions, and they might call them something else. I that, I think that'd be weird to me to like call. I don't know. I Money wise, like... it makes sense to call them the Young Avengers. Does it? Because I I, I, I don't. I, almost, them, yeah. I mean, I guess to me, I my yeah, my concern is I feel like doesn't it kind of like knock them down a peg? Like to me, like just anything that they're involved in, if I'm calling them Young Avengers, I know that it's not going to be the kind of threat that is worthy of the, still money re- made. the quote unquote real Avengers. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I. I, I just but not everybody like, wants from, you know, from a branding standpoint. Uh, it has to be Thanos. Yeah, mega super crazy movie. You know, 
But I, I think for, in terms of connecting to the the casual, who you know, I mean, goes to all these all these Marvel movies, but like like the Defenders, for example, just didn't have the brand recognition that the Avengers do. They tried to do that with the Defenders, and they did the same concept, you know. But it's just not the Avengers, you know, and the name just doesn't stick the way they would they would have wanted. And, but with if you put the Young Avengers, it's immediate on Marvel, on Disney Plus, on on in movies, however they want to do it, it it's immediately known what this is, who these people are. It's like Young Justice. And it, 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 it kind of brands itself. I mean, when you're talking about marketing, I mean... Um, the you know, toys, put, the shirts. I mean, the Young Avengers. I mean, the posters. If, if anyone has has had any complaints about the Avengers, I mean, it's like they've been around for a while. I mean, how old is Robert Downey? You know, as much as we all love Robert Downey, mm-hmm. and we all want him to return as Iron Man at some point, hopefully, in some, in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, I mean... You know, there there are there are now, there are kids now. What I will say that grew up with with these these younger characters. Yeah. And are they are their Avengers going to be? How long? I mean, yeah. who are their Avengers going to be? Now, to EJ's point, or how when do they retire the Avengers name? And never. What, yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. That's what I think, think never. never. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you what you talk about. We like we we were having this conversation, Young Avengers or Champions. We've also had the conversation about Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. All this financially putting Avengers in any of these projects is the way to go. Or again, New Avengers or something else, some other name besides New Avengers. Putting Avengers in the, in any of those names or all of them is financially probably going to make them going to help them from a marketing standpoint. But it may not be the the best move in terms of positioning the movie. Um, from a story standpoint, so those are conversations we're gonna have. I don't, I don't think they're gonna do Dark Avengers, New Avengers, and Young Avengers. That would just be super redundant, and it would make it seem, like you said, at that point now you are taking away from the story. Um, right, but that's that's kind of so why that's, that's, I, yeah, we'll yeah. get another Avengers that's not the Avengers. Okay, that's why. But that like what, what you just said is kind of why I feel like they may run to a different name than Avengers, even if they are a team that looks similar to the Young Avengers or had members that were on the Young Avengers. That's just, um, I get the marketing reason why you wouldn't do that, but I, again, I think there are other reasons why you maybe would. But uh, since we're on, you know, the future of Marvel, let's talk about this new movie uh, movie slate, uh, which is not complete yet, but we, we have a bunch of added dates now, confirmed dates for some untitled Marvel films. So, of course, we know we have Eternals in November, Spider-Man in December, that's with Sony, Doctor Strange is in March next of next year. Thor is in May of next year. Black Panther is in July of next year, and the Marvels is in November of 2022. Then Ant Man is in 2023, and Guardians is in 2023. That's a February date for Ant Man and a uh, Ant Man the Wasp, and uh, a f- May 5th date for Guardians. So then there are these uh, three additional dates in. Um, 2023 that's july october and november that are untitled and then there are four dates in uh 2024 that are untitled um there's a february date a may date a six a july date and a november 8th date so a lot of obviously a lot of uh a lot of open slots now and now the guessing game really kind of begins in regards to like what is happening with some of these projects and when will we see some of these things 
there's no, I don't know if we're here to like say when every single date is going to be filled or what is going to be the project for every single thing. But I think the, the, the main question when you see this initial slate is okay, when do we think Fantastic Four comes into play? And when do we think the mutants first come into play? Because I think that ju- that July date in 2023, I think, is the one that people are really kind of, you know, zeroing in on realizing, you know, okay, it's not May, but it's a pretty big date to do middle of the summer, uh, big movie. Like, is that the time do you do uh, uh, Fantastic Four or do you take less of a, um, you know, less of a risk? Do you, you do it at a different time? And then for the mutants, the same thing is, are we going to have an X-Men movie? Is it going to be a, a mutants movie? Is it going to be a standalone before we get to a more expansive mutants movie? I think those are the main questions when it comes to this slate, uh, Kendall. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like we know we know one movie that hasn't been connected, hasn't been announced by Marvel, but we know it's uh, 99% happening is, is Captain America 4. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, we're all waiting on that. Yeah. So that you, we, you know, I would, I would venture to guess that that's one of the dates. Yeah, it um, should be. Uh, you know, in terms of, you know, movies like Blade and, and Fantastic Four that we don't have an exact date to, but we know are also coming, uh, you know, th- that's something else that, that will be on the list of things that are coming. Um, and then beyond that, the other, the, I would say the only other thing that we know for a fact that they already have in development on some level is mutants, you know, um. Because they've said, no, I mean, they haven't said, they haven't officially been reported. Yes. Been reported, and they have hinted that, you know, that they are working on something involving the uh, mutant. Um, with, with, with all that, you know, with all that said, you know, that's what the questions now become what other extra projects could they potentially be working on? Um, and when do you fit those? When, how do you, how do you match? The, 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 the movie to the date you know I do think it's interesting how you know you mentioned the July date we know that uh, you know the, the last few Spider-Man movies have come out in, in July right if I'm not mistaken I, the I, so. July. I believe so yeah. uh, we know Don Watts is working on Fantastic Four um mm. Would that be a would that be a tonal alignment where they feel like they want a movie similar to Spider-Man movies by the same person, big brand, you know, probably the most anticipated Marvel project coming up uh, that hasn't you know that we don't know anything about. Um, maybe that way that may make sense to put uh, to put that movie in July, but but yeah, other than that. It's it's so hard to project. I guess the other question would also be when do we get these announcements? And we know that we are having a Disney Plus a Disney Plus day in November. I want to say either October or November. I yeah, I believe it's November. Yeah. Um, obviously, Disney Plus day doesn't uh, loan itself to any uh, you know sort of movie announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, although you never know. So is that? Does that mean we will get another investor day uh, in December, like we had in last year? I, that would seem a little too close, uh, considering the other investor day was very JV plus focused to begin with. So I don't know. These are all questions that have to be asked, but um, 
if that's not the case, then we may not get another movie announcement for a while. Which, you know, I'm sure it's fine by them. They're not in any rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to hard to really speculate and theorize. Um, and, of course, we're going to get into the video games in a little bit. I feel like this Wolverine announcement is going to set us up for something. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I feel like it is connected. You'll notice, in, again, we're going to get into that in a moment, but we didn't get a release date. No. Uh, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's accidental. We don't have a casting for Wolverine yet. Um, you know, I, th- this is all going to coincide. They did this with Spider-Man, I believe. Didn't, didn't they do this with Spider-Man? Spider-Man was after we had Holland. That was after we had Holland. I don't know if that was before the movie came out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have, to look, I'd have to look up the date. The Spider-Man video um, game came out after the movie. I'm pretty sure because there was yeah, a, when they announced because it, the suit is in the game. Right. Yeah. This. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know when they announced the game, but but um, but yeah, it was because they announced it a couple years before. Yeah. Yeah. The game. They, yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, this I think is actually going to release very close. I would I would I would assume very close to whenever they really start ramping into the um like the Wolverine and the X Men really forming in the Marvel universe. Maybe smart. I, right? I also yeah. think Yeah, that'd be very smart. That'd be so smart. I mean because the Sonic Marvel Spider Man games have been so successful. Right. And so well done at I mean, you know, it's like you can you you can't write it better. You can't write it better. I mean that's that'll be that'll be perfect. Um, the Wolverine that whoever they get could be could look like, <laughs> you know, instead of changing this spirit to look like Holland, they can make this Wolverine actually look like whoever the actor is. Um, so yeah, it would just be it, it just makes a lot more sense. So I think there's something with that. I think some of these dates are going to be sequels. I don't know what sequels. That's are the other be. thing they have yeah. to talk about. I, so the question they're, though, they're is, not just going to create five six new characters. I don't think definitely. that's going to happen. Do they know. Because look, I don't. I personally do not think we could. We're getting. I also think we may be getting um, um, movies based on from some of these Disney Plus characters potentially. Um, like with uh, Ironheart and all that collaboration. Yeah, maybe we may be getting another Iron Man or Ironheart movie potentially, or other collaborations and things like that. I think there's a lot. I think there's more. I saw someone that can make the case that. that. Going forward, we're seeing a trend with Marvel that their movies tend to be our team-up movies, mm-hmm. and the Disney Plus projects tend to be more singular character-focused stories, and that that Wait, may be yeah. a trend that continues going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the Disney Plus projects that we've had or are having or we're seeing going forward are either one or two characters, pretty much. Um, and a lot of movies that we have going forward, you know, past Shang-Chi. Have, Shang-Chi had like one abomination. Yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, but yeah. even that had that those guys. But yeah, they had to throw something in there. Yeah, but um, but even even beyond that, now we've got Eternals, the team movie, and yeah. Spider-Man. We think is going to have all these characters. Yeah, and obviously Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. The Marvels, Marvel. and Fantastic Four, like a lot of these big two, 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 two doors, two doors, and Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, two yeah, doors, Thor. and the Guardians in that movie. Yeah, you know, we'll see what Guardians three, but that's already a team movie to begin yeah. with. Like, so 
that's something to keep in mind. We know Captain America 4 is happening. Is Captain America 4 just going to be Sam Wilson? Or is that mm-hmm. going to be Sam Wilson and a bunch of other characters that we don't know about? It's Patriot. Yeah. Maybe in that movie. Right. So these are these are conversations that I think are are they're having. We know Blade is going to be. Yeah, I was going to say that. Is Blade going to be just Blade? These are also conversations that we have to have. Yeah, does know? Blade have Moon Knight and you know someone else like that in there? Does right. Yeah, Daredevil in there, you know? Um, right. Yeah, so to me, like, I think we could obviously, so let's see, there's one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I'm not going to try to pinpoint the times, but we know out of these seven movies, we have a Fantastic Four movie on the way. We have a Blade movie on the way. Um, we have a Captain America 4 movie on the way, so that's three. I think a Shang-Chi uh, sequel is a pretty good bet for me. That would be four. To come. We just don't know if that's going to be one of those that they've already... I think it's there. The I think, I think, I think, I think it's on that calendar. Based on the yeah. success I think of... Three yeah, years, I mean, three, is... three years is definitely, I think, the, the right strike zone for another sequel. Yeah. I mean, we could be getting another Black Panther movie. We definitely get another Black Panther movie, especially considering you know, all that's going into this one. You know, there's a lot of yep. obvious turmoil. You know, so they could say, "Hey, we need to circle back quickly and like now have the person who is Black Panther, you know, in the suit and like you know, fully Black Panther." If that is the case, again, maybe we'll see the first trailer of Black Panther and they'll announce new Black Panther is Nakia or Shuri or someone else. You know, so I don't want to say that that's that definitely can't happen, or it's Killmonger or whatever. But but um, but that is something to for me to, to think about. So I, so to me, I think there are probably like four solid movies, and until then it becomes okay. How many if any? How many of these are mutant movies? I think we all agree that one of these is a mutant movie, yeah. right? The question it becomes is it uh, more than one or no? Maybe not. Kendall sounds shaky. Because to I say that, that would mean that would let's be clear. Some way they gotta use them. Well, let's be clear. To say that, to say that, if you're unclear that a mutant movie is not gonna be within these seven movies, then you're saying that there will not be a mutant movie until 2025. That I can't, um, I can't. And it's funny because I think when they first announced the deal, we were talking. We, I think we had this conversation where it was like, "What year will we expect?" And this is when you know we're talking about this in 2019, I guess, right? Um, yeah, we probably. And I think and, and I think, I think like 2025 was like the the number that was being thrown out there, and I and I feel like it was the same thing. I think you were kind of like, I mean, maybe, and I was like, there's no way it's 2025 we haven't gotten a, <laughs> a movie yet. But I mean, now that really we're here, cool. and to be fair, that to be fair to them, you know, obviously some movies got pushed back and stuff because of the pandemic, so maybe we would make the 2024 date. But in this mm-hmm. current iteration, that would mean that there wouldn't be a music movie. Despite the fact they've had the X-Men for already for two years, and at that point they would have had him for like six. That would shock I feel like we may get... I feel we may get mutants. I feel we'll get mutants in in at least some of these movies. Hey, they'll be sprinkled. Like, certainly. I I, I definitely agree with that. I'm certain of that. When Um, when Kevin Feige said mutants are coming, he, he didn't... He didn't mince words. He never minces words. We mentioned that about Scarlet Yeah, they're gonna be in some of these movies. They may be in these movies next year. I don't know. But they're they're definitely gonna be. I mean, movie this year, man. Maybe the guy Eternals year. coming in. Yeah, we, I mean, we'll we don't see. Know. The, the, the buck could change. Maybe some movies this year. Maybe some shows right this year. Maybe some episodes or something this year. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> relax on a Disney Plus mutant show. But uh, but yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, I I think they're they're definitely coming. They're coming. Um, you know, we we'll get a Wolverine movie. Are we got so we'll get. I mean, we were on the on the video, not on the video game part of it, but just on the the potential movie connection. Yes, mm-hmm. I do think that. Wolverine, the fact that they're doing a Wolverine video game suggests, which there's already been some speculation slash reporting, earlier reporting, that Wolverine is going to be his own separate thing in the MCU. Right. I, I think that that is, this is adding fuel to that fire. If, if we're talking mm-hmm. Vegas odds, this I think the Vegas odds have increased. Does add fuel to that fire. Yeah, and so that's, and in my opinion, I feel like a Wolverine Disney Plus series. Or Wolverine movie. I would assume it would be a Disney Plus series, but Wolverine is one of those characters where, I mean, he makes money. So I mean, I trying to make money. If they put Wolverine, a movie, it's not like Plus. Batman or Spider Man. You can't yeah. not put him in the movie. I I cannot see them putting him on Disney Plus. He's too. He's story too wise, it makes he's far too iconic. To put him one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. That'd be crazy. And then be fair, what was being told to us in terms of the reporting out there was it? I mean, it was leaning towards it probably more of a show. You know, like yeah. again, these the way they write these articles sometimes is kind of like, you know, they're not they're not saying just everything completely. But they kind of say, oh, it'll be kind of like an anthology. It's like, oh, you can't really do an anthology as a movie. It's only you can only do that as a show. So all the hints are there that you know this would probably be a show. I would, I mean, I would love how bold that would be to be like, yo, we're gonna make Wolverine a TV show. Like I know that there's a lot of money to be made by putting him in, you know, as a big screen movie. But from a story standpoint, this is something that's more ideal. I mean, Marvel. I mean, I guess every company is hurting for cash. Or I, I'm not gonna say they don't need the money. Maybe, maybe they actually do. But typical, in a typical landscape, Marvel doesn't need the money. They could definitely do something that's way more beneficial for story if Disney would allow them to. So, so yeah, no, I I think that, that that's why I, that's why I asked about that mo- money that, that that you know about the mutants thing because to me, I I tend to think that there's a, a chance that. Either uh, a solo project and a mutants project is on the way. It might not just be uh, a mutants project, and then that's how we introduce the X Men. I, I still feel like there's going to be a character perhaps that maybe gets their own treatment. And you know, is Wolverine one of these dates? It's certainly possible. If it, they do make it a movie, if not, then maybe it's someone else. But um, I just thought it was important. No, I think I think uh, earlier someone made a good point about the Disney Plus series too, because we got to imagine. Remember, there's going to be residual reaction to our reaction to the show so remember i mean there are very few characters right now that are more over in the marvel universe than wanda maximoff and the notion that you don't yeah she's going to be obviously being dr strange but you don't think that disney and marvel were paying attention to the frenzy that that show sent us in and and the nominations from uh for elizabeth olsen and, and paul bettany for that show I'm not gonna put it past them that they want to do something with, with more expansive with uh with um with Scarlet Witch and again with the mutants being a thing, maybe they actually do it right this time as opposed to like you know kind of like te- like kind of playing having fun with the idea of maybe mutants being the case. Maybe they actually go full tilt in a movie. You know, um, we obviously we already mentioned what we got with uh with um with Captain America four. We know that's coming. Loki, a very popular, I- well, 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 uh. You know, well, well, you know, a show that people liked. We know we're getting a season two, and I'm not saying we're gonna get a Loki movie, but who's to say there isn't a story that they're maybe working towards out of what we saw 
from the success in season one and say, hey, maybe there's a movie around here somewhere that involves the Loki storyline. It's so story fascinating. Line. It's just something to think about when we think of these seven days. We can't just think I about am. the characters that we're hoping to see, or even character, even the movie that they have announced. We got to think about movies that maybe are being sprung up by the success of other things. It's so fascinating how we talk about. We've talked about in the past how Kevin Feige, not that he knows all, but Kevin Feige, really good feel of what people are going to like and what people aren't. Um, and it's fascinating how you mentioned how you know the Loki thing, how good that was, and even the Wanda thing, how good that was, and how we already know that obviously Wanda featured heavily now in Doctor Strange, and it's like they almost. People are going to love Wanda and Doctor Strange, even WandaVision, and then they're just going to see Doctor Strange 2 even more, see more of her story. Or, you know, people are going to love yeah. uh, Renslayer, and, and uh, they're going to love uh, Mobius and Loki, and there we go, in Ant-Man. You know? and yeah, that's a good, we're going to see more of that. Tom Hiddleston and, and Sylvie on, in Ant-Man. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. either, either and, or in Doctor Strange, you know, like, you seeing these characters in these stories, um, it's 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 strange, but but again, like you said, he has a good feel. I will say, I mentioned that we are getting Disney Plus coming up here in a couple months. I, I would assume I think they're gonna announce a lot of Marvel series coming up to Disney Plus that we don't know about. Um, and we already know Malcolm Spellman already let the cat out of the bag a while ago. That working on a lot of stuff that we don't know about. Definitely. Um, for a TV series, and I think that I, it, that'll be post Eternals at that point. I would not be surprised if they announced some sort of Namor show. I would not be with Coogler attached to it. I would not be surprised if they announced some sort of uh, multiple of mutants level m- mutant involved series coming to Disney I wouldn't be Plus. surprised if it was more trailer driven than announcement. Oh, we're gonna get trailers. We'll get a we'll get a Moon Knight trailer. We'll get a Sea Hulk trailer. Um, I mean, I think we might. I mean, we might get a couple announcements. It's going to be like like the other like the other. One. I think it's going to be like the other. One. I don't know. He's he's, he's one man. Yesterday, yeah, it's going to be like yesterday. I don't know. I mean, he's one guy. How many how many how many projects can you work on at once? I mean, they got now. They, again, I mean, he's got he's got a great team. Though. What what we saw? He does have a good team. That's true. What we saw with announcements, particularly like with Star Wars, even right. you know, Kathleen Kennedy was up there. We Star Wars team that big. You know, I mean, Filoni is, like, running everything creatively. <laughs> like, he can't work on eight series. They announced eight, nine different series. Now, one of them's already been canned because of the whole, you know, Chrono so, I mean, we already know that, like, so many are already, like, still... And they're down the line. But yeah. that's the point, is that they can announce, oh, yeah, we're doing a Namor show. Or, it's not, or... We don't know when it's coming out. Don't worry about it. Like, Lando, they never said when Lando was coming out. Right. But it just got people excited. Glover is working on Atlanta... Seasons three, four, five, and six yeah. before Pando even comes out. Mm-hmm. But, and I, we're gonna see with Marvel. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's I mean, the, I think honestly, I feel like whatever we get from from uh, coming down the line, uh, I feel like whenever the what well, specifically with the mutants, I feel like whenever the mutants come, I feel like the the leaks are gonna be. I think that's gonna be a problem for Marvel. I feel like Wolverine leak all over the place. You know, the X-Men are going to leak all over. It's going to be, there's going to be a mess. They're going to have no way. They're going to have to totally shut down everything. Yeah. Because how do you not leak the X-Men? Even I, I'd be tempted I mean, to the, leak the X-Men. The Fantastic Four wasn't leaked. We didn't know that was coming. That's true. I mean, we knew they were making it. But I, we didn't I, I know when, that, I, we yeah, know when I, they were going to announce it. Yeah, I tend to think that there are certain things that they kind of just know 
how to just ensure that it doesn't get out to us. And there's certain things that they they realize, like, they hope it doesn't, but they're not going to take the energy and the effort it takes to do the this the super, super, you know, shield-like security to make sure. Because maybe it just takes too many resources. So, like I, Kendall said, like, the, the Fantastic the Four example. thing was a showstopper. And that was could would have been... That's the second biggest thing they could announce besides the X-Men. And we didn't know that. And again, there are certain things I think that they could... They find, you know, they find a way to keep under wraps as much as they can. They, they, when I, when I look at, you know, what they did with the Mandalorian and, and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And how the, the, the amount of effort they put to keeping that under wraps, you know, they didn't do that for yeah. everybody. We knew Katana was coming a yep, year yep. before we even, she was even casted. We already know the people are showing up in the next season. Yep, yep. These future shows that they haven't announced. Yeah, yeah I was. I have to say that. Yeah, that's a good point. I was Luke, very impressed. They had zero. We had zero inclination. I had none. We speculated. Throughout the, throughout the while the series was going on, yeah, of, they okay, hinted that a Jedi was showing up, up, and we didn't know, you know <laughs> when he's going to show up. It show up what we look like. We had, well, we had no idea. It's true. We had no idea. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he said there are certain things they'll try and keep under wraps. Um, again, all these things, I don't think we'll ever get anything where we have no idea. Like, we're, of course, we're going to have an idea that the X-Men are coming just because they bought the rights. Similar to Fantastic Four. We knew that oh, at some point they're going to have to give it to Fantastic Four. But when they start announcing this stuff, I don't think it's going to be uh, like, oh, yeah, it was already announced that they're working on uh, the X-Men. You know? Yeah, I, I, I mm-hmm. tend to I tend to agree with that. Um, what, what let's talk about we, we we talk a lot about the video game with uh, Wolverine. Let's talk about that briefly. You know, we are across gamers on this podcast, and we love the um, games by Insomniac. They made, of course, Spider Man PS five PS four, and they also made Spider Man Miles Morales, which came out for the PS four and the PS five. Didn't finish that game, but I've loved playing it, um, and I hope to finish it while I have a lot of this time off in the next few weeks. Um, they announced that they're making two new games, and one of them is centered around uh, the best he is at what he does. Uh, Wolverine, Marvel's Wolverine, is the official title of a new game coming out um, for the PlayStation. There was a little teaser trailer that came out. You know, we didn't see Wolverine's face, but we did see him at the bar, about to be, you know, bothered by another. Uh, unwise foe who was pulling up after being already knocked out amongst what looked like dozens of bodies around the bar. Uh, and you see the claws come out and you realize what's about to happen. So pretty dope trailer for that. Then we had the Spider-Man two trailer, which is also really cool. You pretty much see this kind of new, um, this kind of new normal. It's funny. I saw a lot of people suggest that this actually could end up being what we see in the Marvel cinematic universe where you had kind of have two, Spider-Man kind of working together almost as a team in some instances um, with Miles Morales and Peter Parker. Uh, but the whole trailer as, you know, Parker and, and Morales are, you know, taking out goons in uh, in New York City is being narrated by a guy who's saying he's been waiting for this kind of challenge and that, you know, no one really could present it to him and that now this is his opportunity. Uh, is a Russian voice. Definitely sounds a lot like someone who could be Craven the Hunter. And then the swerve at the end, when you then see uh, the shot of Venom at the very last end of the trailer. So perhaps there'll be both foes playing a big part in this in this in this uh, in this in this game. 
But a lot of excitement, obviously, because anything Insomniac does has been uh, really well received. So staying on the video game aspect of this, I think we talked a lot about the Marvel impact in terms of the movies. Sham, what did you make of uh, these these trailers that came out and your excitement for these games? Um, I mean, this is, I mean, to me, this is massive. I mean, I love the Insomniac Spider-Man games. Um, I mean, I, I the first Spider-Man game is great, huge game. I did not beat everything in the game. I beat the main story, but there's so much to it. I played the, I did the Black Cat DLC. That was great, also. Uh, I know there was even more DLC, which I probably should get, honestly. Um, and it's probably probably worth paying for because they do them so well. They, I mean, they, they just have the character uh, down. And in Miles Morales, um, I enjoyed even more personally. I don't yeah. know if that's I don't know if that's that's you know blasphemy or whatever. But I, 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 it, it was it was it was um, I mean it was just so well done. Um, and of course it's on a better it's, it's on a better system. So right. I mean I know they had the remastered Spider Man, but um, but yeah they changed the face and it was just weird. It's just a weird kind of disconnect. But um, though I've heard that's very good as well. But but yeah, it was. It's just uh, they they do they do those Spider-Man games so so well. Um, I can't wait for this next Spider-Man game. I'm almost certen that's Craven. It's got to be Craven. Definitely listening to what he's talking about, and you know, I need a challenge and all that. I'm like, that's Craven. Um, and uh, and then we get Venom. That is going to be included in it as well, and. Boy, I just I can't wait to see what the, what this team does with Venom. You know, I mean, I know, I know. Of course, we got the movies coming out, and you know, I hope this Venom is nothing like that. Personally, <laughs> I don't think it will be. But um, but yeah, either way, I'm I'm just uh, yeah, I just I can't wait. I I don't know. Um, I don't really know what this means for the MCU specifically. I don't think. Um, I think we are going to get Craven at some point. I feel like that. that well, I feel like that. You know, we Aaron Taylor. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson is supposed to be Craven. Oh, he is? Yeah, that was, that. Okay. Yeah, that was a report. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm not yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, so all, it's all Taylor coming Johnson. back to him slowly. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all coming back. Yeah, yeah, I do. I said a lot of other stuff going on. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven. So, so, yeah, this is clearly... This is clearly is Morbius in any of those games meant to. Uh, in, I don't in think so. Spider-Man? Game? No, okay. no, we're gonna get. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> more than likely, I, I would I would think so. But right. um, yeah. But yeah, so that's very exciting. There was a there was a a Harry Osborne cliffhanger at the end of the first game. Um, Spoiler for anybody. Uh, like you know, spoilers for anybody <laughs> that uh, that hasn't finished the game, but that came out like um, it came out forever ago. I'm sorry, Kendall, you gotta play the game. There was a Harry Osborne uh, cliffhanger, um, so I don't know. They didn't reveal what they didn't give any hint as to what that is going to be potentially leading to um, in this game. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, coming as well. Of course, we all know the Harry Osborn Green, Go- Green Goblin connection. So that made maybe they add all they had so much in these games that it's like they could do so much. There were so many different things in the first game, and in Miles Morales. And I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be full of stuff. But even on top of that, we have the Wolverine game, mm-hmm. and that I don't even know where to start. That's got to be rated M. Got to be yeah. rated M. The the creative director 
confirmed that it will have a quote mature tone. Didn't go as yeah. far as say mature rating, but mature tone is what he said. I agree though; it has to be rated M to me. I don't think it would make any sense if it wasn't. It would. It would be. <laughs> he'd have to be fighting robots then. And I think. Look, the I think we kind of. I think we like saw it in the. Um. I think we saw it in on the base ring, like how much that rated R made a difference for Logan, and compared Absolutely. to the other Wolverine projects they did. You know, the first one disaster. Yeah. The Wolverine not as bad, but again, uh, adding that yep. level of violence to a vi- very violent character is just sometimes it's just needed. And we saw it with Deadpool. We saw it with Logan. And you know, Venom's been well received, but you know, you wonder what could be if they did push that envelope further. Exactly. And um, I mean, I know they they do very well with uh, with the younger. Uh, geared games as well like i just finished a ratchet and clank game for ps5 and that's amazing as well um but this has to be rated up and that will just be um incredible it'll be incredible to see wolverine done in, in such amazing detail on a console like the ps5 and with the storytelling. what i will say about the rating is that it's not like the movie decision of should we rate a movie rated r or not because at the end mm-hmm. of the day kids these kids play these games anyway you know, right. I mean, yeah. Call of Duty rated M. You know, and that game, we know, we know the eight-year-olds and the nine-year-olds that are playing Call of Duty. You know, it, I mean, yes, doesn't make a slight difference, of course, but Call of Duty is still one of the most bought games in the world. So, right. You know, if you make Wolverine rated M, yes, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get less people, but it's not gonna be a huge it's not gonna be a huge difference. And in mm-hmm. fact, if the game is better in quality, it might actually if you control for that factor, then it actually will probably give you more more money more. More buys, so and they can um, add as much DLC to that Wolverine game as they want. Cause I'll buy all man costumes. We already saw what they did with Spider Man. Pay to win as they want. I'll buy. It. Um, story wise, you know there are a lot of different villains you can have them fight. Oh goodness! Um, imagine, imagine they if they gave Wolverine the Rose Gallery, they gave the Spider Man game. Yeah. The X Men villains, the, the yeah, tie-ins. That's what I'm, that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I think to me, like, I think what the gameplay in the Spider-Man games are is bonkers, but I think what the level what what impressed me the most I think about those games was just how great the stories were. Like yeah. the Spider-Man PS4 story is one of the my favorite Spider-Man stories ever. Like just comic book, movie, animated series, it's just an amazing story told over a video game, and. That's, I think, what makes me really excited for Wolverine. Because I feel like Wolverine, as great a character as he is, I think he's kind of been short-staffed. Short-staffed, I guess. Is that the word? Short-staffed? I don't know. Um, uh, when it comes to the... Um, short-changed. There you go. I was like, I know I know this word. <laughs> I think he's been short-changed when it comes to, like, really great, iconic stories. Now, he finally got it on Logan. And it, obviously, he's with the X Men, so he's had plenty of great X Men stories. But I think when we think about like great Wolverine stories that kind of just like are iconic and everybody knows about them and they stand the test of time, for a character who's so popular, I don't think he has not nearly not nearly as much as Spider Man. You know, and, and, and I think that like that's exciting to me the idea that they will add something to the Wolverine mythos that could be epic and. That's what I said on my tweet when I said this, that the fact that they were doing this is epic, and that's the whole feel I have with it. This was a, a mega announcement, and I cannot wait for these games. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, they they've already said it's not also it's also not going to be any sort of Miles Morales, you know. And, uh, and it's not going to be a shorter game. game. It's going to be a full size game. So yeah, that's this is um, it has to be a full size game. Now that's that's not a surprise. Will it be open world? And, and another they even need to be. Hopefully it is because they do such a good job with that. <laughs> right. Another another thing to to add is this in the same universe as the Spider Man? Um, will this will this be in the same I, universe? I as feel the like some people have made that leap. I'm not sure if that's been 100 percent confirmed. That would uh, be uh, if it is. That would be crazy, and I really hope I. I tend to think it will be. The reason why I say that is because just like they they've they've pegged the Spider Man games as Marvel's Spider Man and Marvel's Spider Man Two, like they're pegging this Marvel's Wolverine, and it's in the same kind of title screen, that's true. same kind yeah, of look true. as the other game. So it would be to me, it'd be weird to to do that. I mean, I, I say weird, maybe it's not. You just want to make money, but I think to me it would make sense if you're gonna do it like that that they're in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I think that's true. Uh, hopefully, it is, because they've made an amazing. They've done a great job with Peter Parker and and um, you know Spider Man and the other characters there as well, Black Cat and Silver Sable and and uh, you know, of course Miles and all the all the you know Spider Man people, villains, and all that. Um, and I mean, it would just be fun seeing Wolverine, Logan interact with the world in the same way that Peter does. It, it would. I feel like it would be. Like um, Red Dead Redemption a little bit. Um, That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, like what kind of open world yeah. do you put Wolverine in? Right. It's not, he doesn't He's live in like a like city. A little bit. Really. Yeah. yeah. So that would be. You do have more of a Western vibe. Yeah, more of a Western vibe. And that with Wolverine, oh, it's like. If they made a world as big as Red Dead Redemption 2 with like Logan and connected to the X Men. Right. I mean that's just you just you're that's just like no give me three give me three or four or five of those games. Yeah, no. I mean and <laughs> funny you notice we're not we're not even talking about the 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 new trailer to the Guardians game that we got cuz that game uh I don't know after game, what they did with uh, after what they did with uh Avengers Avengers Square Enix, Square Enix. Uh yeah. this game is going to be a Star-Lord game uh where the other characters are you know, it's just trophies, essentially. You know, they're side characters. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, if you're Marvel, you got to pay attention to this stuff, man. It's like we talked about with Star Wars and EA and some of these other companies. It's like you have to pay attention to which companies are giving you the games that people want to play. Yeah. Which game, which which companies are giving you the games that people don't want to play. Yeah. And right it. now, Marvel games, Square Enix is not giving you the games that yeah, people really want to play. And I like Square Enix. They should reach out to Telltale again. I like the Telltale Guardians game. That is, that is true. That was that was a good game. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, now I mean, this is a whole nother conversation. But I I'm still holding. I hope that uh, we get another another Realm Studios Marvel fighting game. Oh, that's that's the, the same game as Injustice. When are we get that announcement? Um, I think that we. Ed, I think that's more likely than keeps dropping on Justice Three. But, I'm starting to think so too, and I was on the Injustice Three bandwagon for a while. But Ed Boon keeps he keeps teasing, yeah, dropping like, all these about, talk about it? talking it's about like, Marvel. Oh. They keep asking him about Marvel, and, and he, he said he's talked to them. So he said he's yeah. talked to them. Yeah, that's well, it's happen. funny because when it came to this, uh, the uh, developer at Insomniac said that I mean they just pitched Marvel. They this idea that they just 
were talking about it. He felt, yo, this would be super cool. And Marvel pretty much was like, yeah, go ahead, do it. He was surprised at how easy it was. Um, I think he probably knew, you know, Wolverine would be touchy given the stance of the X-Men. And even though they're obviously with Marvel, um, we, know, we don't know what's going on with that. So, like, again, who's to say that, you know, other conversations about other video games aren't being had that are, are semi-easy as well, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an exciting time for gamers, uh, especially gamers who are Marvel fans. I think it's, it's a super exciting time. And if you, if you haven't checked out any of the Spider-Man games by Insomniac, I highly suggest you do. I mean, I know there's some people who say, oh, I'm not really an adventure game person. I'm not an adventure game person. I'm not someone who really usually want to sit there and play a game for 6, 10, 14 hours, however long it may take to finish a game. And that's just not how I consume gaming. This is not my thing. That's why I love sports games. But um, that game I finished to the end. Story, and I did most of the side stuff. I didn't do the black cat stuff, though I do want to. Um, and I didn't finish Miles Morales, but I, I tend to do that. Again, With the, I got a lot more time off now, so I've been playing that shortly as well. So um, definitely suggest it, man. Um, super fun. So that when the notion that we're gonna get that for Wolverine and get a, a true sequel to Spider Man One is a uh, is a very exciting stuff. But let's wrap the show with some uh, some a little bit of kind of breaking news on this Monday. We're learning that um, a a series centered around the Penguin is in its early stage of development at HBO Max. Uh, the show is being described as a Scarface. Scarface-like series about the rise of Penguin and is set to be executive produced by Matt Reeves, who, of course, is directing the Batman, and Dylan Clark, who's working on the Batman. So there's been kind of back and forth about whether or not it will include uh, Colin Farrell. I know that he's been, at the yeah, very least, approached. approached. Um, some, some people saying that he's already linked to it, but uh, at the very least, he has been approached about this project. I get the impression that us getting this report tells me that he's probably down. I can't imagine. I, I, I can't imagine it. to me. I like to me like. I think that that's a really weird hail mary to not have him all but confirmed. I think that this means that he's in it. No, not not that he's in. It. I think this means that they're gonna do it. They made the decision. They're doing this with or without Colin Farrell, and that he hasn't said yes yet. Because if he if, if he if they thought he was going to do it or, or he'd already said yes, then they would they wouldn't have the caveat. Well, he's been approached, so we'll see if he wants to do it. Um, I, I think that I think that they are. But isn't the whole point though about doing this kind of project is to do it with the people in that were in the movie? Like I think that it, it kind of like defeats the purpose to do it any other way. Like, that's why I tend to think that he probably... Again, I think that they say that no deal is in place. That's the, that's the wording in the Hollywood Reporter article. I believe that. I think no deal is in place. But I think that he probably said, yeah, I'd, I'd want to do that. Let's talk. And, uh, okay, well, we'll give him the money, whatever he wants. So let's put the announcement out there. Um, maybe I didn't he puts agree. A little, he puts a little, foot, you know, a little thing on his fire and say, hey, we're you know, putting it out there. We're doing this. But I, I think that they, they're confident that he's going to be in it. I, I don't see... I don't. This is one of the things to me where you don't do this if he's not signed, or at least very clear that he he's interested. So if you're Matt Reeves and you're Warner Brothers and you have a script that's incredible, that you're like, man, this show would be so awesome. If is Colin Farrell 
is that different between you not doing it? Or yes, because to me, and I let Shamar jump in too, to me, it's because you wrote this show and you wrote this character around this character that you wrote for a movie that hasn't come out yet, but a movie that you, you know the vision, you know what you're looking for. And the person you picked to be that character was Colin, and he actually played the role. So you, you worked in that same environment. If you that person pulls out, you're like, all right, well, now I got to find someone to fit what we're looking for with this, you know, quote-unquote system. It just makes it a lot harder. I think you're more inclined to say, well, are there, are there any other characters in this Batman universe that are more better that are better to explore because they they actually were in our movies as opposed to doing something on Penguin? I, I, to me, I don't think you just say we're doing this without at least seeing who the next person is. Like to the fact that you don't have anybody else, but you're saying, well, we'll just do it regardless. We'll just find somebody who can do it. That seems highly risky because it's very clear that this like Penguin character is going to be unlike any other Penguin we've seen. So that you could just drop anyone in there, I don't think that makes. I don't. I don't. I. I find that to be highly unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I hope it's Colin Farrell. I haven't seen him in the role yet, so I mean, I can. I mean, I can't. Maybe. Maybe I won't hope it's him. I don't know. But um, <laughs> doesn't sound like he's in the movie that much from what we've heard. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we have to see. Mm-hmm. But um, but I. I like the look. Um, I. You know, the look is sold for me. So, yeah, I mean, I, I will be totally cool with seeing seeing the Penguin in a show. The, uh, and also, another thing, shout out to Gotham. He probably couldn't have sold me on a Penguin show before Gotham. Or the Arkham games. I did like the Arkham Penguin a lot as well. But he, he definitely couldn't have sold me on a Penguin show before Gotham. Uh, to me, I think um, this is Gotham is the reason why I'm not super excited about this. Really? I mean, I've, I mean we've, we've gone down that road before. That I don't need all this Batman origin stuff. Now that we've already gotten got, but so a penguin show. Dude, I mean, you think it's gonna be a lot. Of is Rob is, is Colin Farrell gonna be better than Robin Lloyd Taylor? <laughs> you know, and that's no disrespect to Colin Farrell as an actor, far more accomplished. But there's already a penguin out there who's really good, not not like iconic, but really good. Right. You know, who we got a lot of a lot of story for. Yeah, a lot, a lot of story. For better or for worse, you got a lot of penguin. Yeah story it was good it was was good it fit within the (laughs) it fit within the ethos of the series you know another penguin i mean part of that series was a penguin show you know (laughs) so like another penguin i'm not gonna call another penguin series but another penguin story uh you know i mean again we'll see how we'll see how much he's in the batman and how his character is um i also tend to believe that it's not a lock that he's gonna be in it because I don't know. I just think about the Disney Plus series and maybe HBO Max, maybe going about it differently. But I just feel like there was always like when they did Hawkeye, they always attached. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye. Like this is a, this is a partnership kind of project. Like this is his project. Like the fact that they got it. Yeah, we approached Colin Farrell about playing playing the Penguin. As like, isn't this his series? You approached him about about doing this. You know, well, so well, that, I mean, that, well, I mean, to be clear though, I mean, I think you do have to like kind of come up with a story before you just show up to his door. I don't think you're like, yo, we're doing a penguin show. He's like, all right, what's the what's the budget? What's the thing? And you're like, oh, we'll get back to you. I don't. I feel like that's that, not how this works in Hollywood. I think you do have because, to say, well, he here's the project. Like, this is we'll what we're doing. What do you think? And I think he'll right. say, that seems cool. Uh, that's the other part. Of this. Get back that, to me when you have more stuff. This series might not come out. You know. Um and that goes back to your point of maybe Colin Farrell doesn't want to do it, and maybe they just they can't it. 
Because, I mean, early development, you know? Yeah. As we know with DC, early development is, is a long, that's a long game. Yeah. But, um, but if, if, if this is a situation, I, I'm, I'm going about it. I'm thinking of that in the sense that, oh, if this, if they already, if they already signed on the dotted line or they already know that for a fact this is on the slate, we're doing this. And they, they recently approached Colin Farrell about playing the Penguin. Then that would sound like that, you know, they're going to do it with or without him. Which, and that, that's how I read it when I when I read the the, the story, kind of sounded like, you know, but, well, also, yeah, we're doing this. Be... If we have to cast somebody else as the Penguin for whatever reason, you know, we'll, we're fine with that. But we prefer it and we'd like it to be Colin Farrell. Um, but I have questions about whether or not he wants to. He wants to do it. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure he. A lot of he's sure he like. Yeah, you know? there's that part of it. I'm sure he liked the bread though. Um. But the other thing that's interesting to me is I'm wondering because remember we have a Gotham City PD show that's set that straight to series order that's coming soon. That one is official. Yes, that's happening. I wonder if whatever because you gotta assume Kyle Potts in that, right? I would be shocked if he's not in it. How do you know, like how I you do would, a city about how you do a, how you do a show about the police? And you don't have the criminal, the, the kingpin of crime in the show, not not like not showing up at all. Like, so I yeah, I, I tend to wonder, that, and that would and that would that would put that 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 baby to rest. That yes, he is. He, right, he would be the in this as well. That's my question, and I and I wonder if maybe you know we're talking about oh his great performance in the Batman. I wonder if maybe if he has a performance in this show, maybe that's. That's stand out enough that they say, "Yo, let's do something with him," and then maybe that's how this came about. But what do you think, though, about this like ever spanning Gotham kind of world that Matt Reeves really created? I mean, this is pretty unprecedented when it comes to super. It really is dangerous, man. I, 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 ever since I've multiple times this on this show. And it spans from from the beginning of the Imperial broadcast when they announced that we were getting a trilogy of Ryan Johnson movies in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. prior to the Last Jedi coming out. And my excitement being, I, there was no caution. There was all excitement about not only his trilogy of movies, but that that means the Last Jedi is going to be incredible because if you, you don't give a guy a trilogy of movies unless internally you're super confident this movie is going to be. Great. So at that point, I'm like, is this Empire Strikes Back? Like, is, this, is that how good this movie was? That they felt we're gonna make yeah, this guy yeah. the next George Lucas? Because that's essentially what that means. If you're giving him his own Star Wars. That's trilogy. why the hype was just the hype was through the, the roof for that movie. Unbelievable. Especially after the Force Awakens was, was was well received, and obviously that movie was it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't you know it was mixed the reaction mm-hmm. uh, to put it lightly. So I think about that, and since then I, I've been very wary of these giving people anything, any sort of shared universe Preemptive. or expanded universe beyond, <laughs> beyond, after, beyond ever seeing their first iteration. And so if, if you're asking me, I think there's, there's, a, there's a strong level of trepidation about giving Matt Reeves all of these different projects before we've even seen a Batman movie that, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, if it's fake news, I don't know if there's a, if there's a hit, the hit thing out on Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson, but there's been a, a ton of turmoil, you know, reported. I don't know if any of it's real. I'm not on set, but you, you, you go. You, if you look at the tabloids every month, there's Robert Pattinson wants out, 
He doesn't want to play Batman. He hates Matt Reeves. They hate each other. The Warner Brothers thinks the movie stinks. I, I don't know. If, again, I don't know if any of that's real. We'll see the movie when it comes out. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's bad. No, no, no. Not, well, not hopefully it's bad. Hopefully it's good. We'll, we'll see whether or not it's good or bad. But with a movie that's been that, you know, uh, that's been that tumultuous from a production standpoint, reportedly, um, it's odd to give to give him all these movies unless I'm in my last Jedi mode and I'm just like, well, I guess this means the Batman is going to be awesome because Warner Brothers wouldn't give this guy all these movies and all these projects if it was a bad movie. Yeah. And they know it's, because they, I mean, yeah. we, they already cut a trailer, so they, they've seen the movie probably. I mean, I think they know they have heat. Is it risky? Yes. But I, I think they know they have heat. I don't think that you do all this thinking that, oh, we don't know what the fan reaction is going to be. Like, I, I, well, I, the Star I, Wars situation, man. I mean, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. It would be more well-received than it was. Which, I, it was just a mystery. Yeah, I also feel like or DC with Zack Snyder, they're the other, they're the other example. Yeah, I, I, I get the feeling that I give the, I, I, as crazy as it may sound, I, I, I give Warner Media a little more credit for knowing what the fans will truly love over Lucasfilm. Like I, I totally Lucas. I mean, people are just like always perpetually mad at Lucasfilm. I can't. Like, to me, that's dumb to think that you think anything you do is going to be great. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen with those fan bases. I think this, and it's, it, I know I'm saying a lot, we're talking about superhero fans, but superhero fans are just way less volatile than Star Wars fans. And I think there's a way better idea of getting a read of what things will, what people will like, what, what will go over well, what will go over better. And I think they know they have heat. I think, and again, I mean, that trailer was heat. I mean... <laughs> When they dropped that trailer, it was like, oh, man, Batman, that's the thing we got to see. That that movie looks crazy. Like, I think they know what they have. So I think they're, they're instead of saying, oh, let's wait for the fan reaction and then get all our pieces together and then try to do something, I think that that, te- that takes too long. I think they really want to try to have the first ever, like, true living universe that's, like, constantly going. Like, it, it's beyond even what Marvel's doing with Disney+. Plus. But with Marvel, it's not, like... It's still encompassing the whole Marvel universe. It's not just kind of zeroing in on one character's grounded world. This is a whole new approach to franchise building that we've never seen really in anything. So, but I think in order to do that, you have to be more ahead of the game. You can't just say, "Oh, we got to wait and see what the fans think about this." Like, I think they saw the movie, they liked it. They saw the Gotham City trailer. They said, "I mean, the the pilot." They were like, "This is good enough. Let's get it going. We want to make something." new and something no one's ever done before so i commend them i i think it's i think it is risky i don't think it's as risky as you think because i think that they know they have something stellar yeah i mean i think we'll see um you know the uh uh just in, in general i i tend to lean with kendall where i just think it's a bad idea um <laughs> uh just before it comes out um because it's hard, it's hard to know. I mean, unless it's yeah, it's really hard to know. You gotta do some kind of like because if no one's no one's seen it except your people, you know. So it's it's really hard to know. But but uh, they know the talent they have. So again, Ryan Johnson's really talented. 
I liked the movie he came out with after Last <laughs> yeah, Jedi. Knives Out has been. Knives yeah. Out was fantastic. Yeah. I love that movie. I got the DVD. And Netflix, after Knives Out came out and was well received, they gave him multiple movies. Yeah. yeah. With and, a, a lot, much larger budget. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a great director. He's a very talented storyteller. But that movie was not. I mean, I liked. I personally, I liked The Last Jedi. But a lot of people didn't. So, you know, you, you really. You don't know. It, 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 it's really hard to say. But, um, but yeah, I, I suppose time will tell. Time will tell indeed, but I think that's a good place to wrap today's show, guys. So I want to thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Of course, I want to thank Shamari and Cham, Shamari and Kendall, Shamari and Cham, <laughs> Shamari and Kendall for uh, joining joining me today. Of course, if you like this show, make sure you check out all of our podcasts on New Generation Podcast Network. That's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, where we are back to being one. Follow one subscriber away from a thousand. We hit a thousand subscribers this weekend. I was planning a big post and celebration about it, and then we lost a subscriber the next day. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Um, the notification that you even get from YouTube congratulating you disappeared for me. I couldn't even click on it anymore. Oh, boy. um, yeah, like yeah, really cold <laughs> stuff over there, YouTube. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, so, I check yes, now. we have a thousand subs now. Okay, we got back to a thousand. We're back at a thousand. All right, maybe that. <laughs> so oh yeah we're back baby we are back a thousand subscribers so uh i'm gonna say it now because i don't know what i'm gonna say it next week yo shout out to everybody who subscribed to us on youtube um obviously thank you to shamari and kendall their hard work and sacrifice and dedication to this made our youtube channel possible thank you of course to the people who have checked in with us on youtube i mean you know we had so much fun doing this and you know one of the main reasons why we do it is because uh you guys are liking the content. So it's so appreciated. Thank you to everybody who's who's come on the YouTube channel to help us out with content. Um, and we're, we're really excited about the stuff we have coming up for, for YouTube. So um, 1,000 subscribers is a really great accomplishment. I don't want that to go uh, without proper acknowledgement. So thank you all for helping us out with that. Again, if you want to get to be a subscriber, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. You can find us, New Generation Media find all of our uh, video content on there and of course check us out on social media we're on twitter new generation pod instagram new generation podcast you can find us all individually on social media kendall's on twitter new gen ken tomorrow's on on instagram and snapchat mtshan22 and you can find me on twitter ej underscore stewart and on instagram action ej thank you guys again for checking us out for shamari for kendall i'm ej take it easy guys peace <laughs>